The Indie Haven podcast has art now. Thank you to Tony Vorath, who is the artist what done it. Go to at Voratoni on Twitter. That's at V-O-R-R-A-T-O-N-Y to have some gorgeous art happen at your eyes. And if you check the pinned tweet at time of recording, you will see that commissions are open. So, you know, send them some love. Uh, I now send you over to the episode, which... This is so fucking late in coming out. I'm sorry. I'm, like, it's taken long before, but I'm fucking sorry for this one. Um, I'd better stop dragging it out. Lord knows it's late enough. The cyberpunk thing was breaking news when this was recorded. You're listening to Podhaven. that over there what what's that what's that over there that i can see what's that i, I dread that think. i can see over there what is it that you can see over there oh it's only molog oh it's my a word. Tour thing oh, still up molog. molog's here oh, he's got his sake. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> uh so backdoor things talk i want to talk about the sexy man Okay, that's that's fair. Josh knows about the sexy I know, man. I, I know about the sexy man. I feel, I feel like, um, I feel like this needs this needs Martin. I think Martin needs to see the sexy man. Okay, yeah, I need to. Okay, and um, it's just my it's taken a while to load up a web page. Those web pages, they get You're stuck on the, on the Wi-Fi router. Okay. They get all clogged up in there. You've got to go in with a needle and like pick them loose. Just sent you an article to see. Sigvald the Magnificent. Yes. He brought friends. He's got What's friends it? now. That is. And you get to see sexy. his. You get to see his glow up. Because there's the old version of the model there, and then they got the new one, which is a. Uh... Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. The the new one is way better. Yeah, <laughs> look at that face on him. He's s- s- smiling down at you. He looks like he... you could give him a little smooch. Just a little smooch is him. That's all. Just a little gentle one, and he'd he'd be appreciative, but above it. He's he'd be very above it. I'm. Oh damn! That this article doesn't have the video in. The video is important. I need you to see the video. Uh, here it is. I will get the video. Because I think it's important that you see the video because it's important that you see it. The video. That tracks. Mm, okay. Um, Josh, you've also seen the video already. I've seen the video you? already, yeah. Why is it taking so... I wish I could just... Um... Okay, I've got the article up. You have to scroll all the way down to when you see Sigvold and then there's a video there. All right, Martin? Okay. Now this is going to be a short backdoor things talk. I just wanted Martin to see Sigvald. <laughs> mm. Decadence and decay. 
born to rust. That that's that's irrelevant. That's Death Guard. We don't care about Death Guard in this house. We care about ah, yes. Sigvald. This is a Sigvald house. Yeah, this is like there's so many things I could talk about, like how White Dwarf has had three different uh, goblin massive uh, update articles in the last few weeks for some reason. Uh, but I just want to talk about Sigvald. Bring beauty to the realms. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it over. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Now the oh, listeners you... know that Martin you... has seen a sexy man. <laughs> yeah. If you scroll down to the image just below that, and you continue to scroll, it will scroll between the old and new versions of the image. Which is neat. Yeah. I, I've This whole time that you've been watching it, I've been just flipping it up and down. Having a look at him. Oh, dead good. Yeah, that, that's Sigvald. They've actually they've announced a bunch more uh, Slanesh stuff even today, but Sigvald is the one who's important because he's a big yeah. sexy man. Obviously, yeah. Uh, Josh. Yes. Is he husbando material? Mm, I'm sort of fifty-fifty on him. Okay. Because, like, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like the personality would great after all. Like, because like I don't, I don't get irony from. I think he's playing it straight, oh. and there there is nothing straight about this household. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, it feels like one of those things that'd be like really fun for a while, but like when he doesn't drop the act, you start to realize that it's not an act. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you really have to pray it's, it's a definitely bit. not an act. Uh, now, one yeah. fun thing to tell you about Sigvald the Magnificent is that the reason why in that video he has a uh, little sign in his in his little uh, dressing wagon thing uh, <laughs> with a picture of a troll's face with like a thing stuck in it, like a knife or something. I don't remember. Is because in uh, in the end times, which is the like transition period between the old Warhammer Fantasy and current yeah. Age of Sigma, mm-hmm. uh, he was killed by his ally, who was a troll, and then the troll pissed on him as he was dying, and so that's why he's got that sign there. <laughs> that would make you pretty upset. Yeah, I can yeah, see why. He's been brought back <laughs> yeah, to I life wouldn't now. Be thrilled. He's been brought back to life through shenanigans involving Shadespire and evil mirrors and pocket dimensions and yeah, yeah, all that sort of thing. But Shadespire happened, and now we can bring old models back. Yes, Uh, and he's about now, and he's he's big. He's got some big horns. He's real horny, Um, and he will exact his piss vengeance. He will exact his piss vengeance. The purest Uh, form of vengeance. So uh, that that was the backdoor things talk. Um, Yay. Excellent. Remember everyone. Oh no, this is staying in the indie haven. You don't understand, <laughs> oh. Elodie. I've I've still got like three things talks unedited. This is going in place <laughs> of the the law bit at the beginning because there have been no updates in the War on the Moon Part Two. Ooh. Strangely, this whole time. Gundam Tanaka from Danganronpa 2 has just sort of been looking down thinking oh Jesus 
Okay, so this was a, uh, this is like a, a Things Talk classic where it takes place in the Indy Haven oh, yeah, universe. Yeah, return, yeah. A classic return to... intrusion. Is Deep Jasper still here, or is he... No one. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> it's ambiguity. It's, it's deep in the storytelling. I still think we should remember everyone, though. I think we should remember everyone as well. Say the thing, Martin. I I I lost like half that conversation because the Discord cut it off. I have no say, context for this. Say, say the outro line, Martin. Oh, I forget what it is. Um. <laughs> oh no! I'm so tired. I do I have been need working the people listening like to remember that like Martin can't hear what we're saying because like <laughs> otherwise this has to be so galling. <laughs> I have been I'm working for like two months straight without stopping, and my memory is completely shot. <laughs> well, uh, and that's the end of the backdoor things talk. Yes. <laughs> uh, welcome now to the Indie Haven podcast. Welcome to this. It's the main this podcast. Thing. It's the podcast that I was expecting sort to do. The today. main it's... body of the little, the little it's... baby one that is the things talk. <laughs> the main body of little John. It's been a. It's, it's here, folks. We found it. It's been a minute, isn't it? Hasn't it? It's, it's been, been a, a few, hot been a, fucking minute. Well, the thing minutes, is, yeah. it's not like yeah. I was fucking busy. But I just, <laughs> it's just, just not happened. I know. Martin's I'm busy been existing, busy, and that's hard enough right now. God. Yeah. Jesus I've, Christ. I've got nothing to prove, and neither of any of you. Yeah, that's fair. This. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dignifying the fact that there's been an absence with the idea that I have to explain it. Yeah, I mean, you're not. You don't owe productivity to anything or anyone. Like <laughs> surviving is enough right now, and you know that, that, that's just what it is. Oh shit! I'm all tangled in wires. Oh shit! Oh, I just oh. did a forward roll. This is a real <laughs> podcast. Is the thing about? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Like. <laughs> We've got art now. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of professionalism, shall we move on mm. to our first topic of the day? <laughs> Let's move on to our first... I'll tell you what, Heldy. Why don't have we, we move on to our sh- first fucking topic of the have day? Have we even introduced ourselves yet? Oh. I don't think we did that part. <laughs> we. That's an excellent point, you know, Martin Bryson of the we Indie were, Haven we podcast. I was thinking we were missing a bit of the intro, but I couldn't think of it, so I was just going to move on. <laughs> it would have made a nice mystery. I'm, I'm Elodie Cunningham. I'm Josh Rivers. I'm Martin Bryson, I think. Fuck's sake. Jesus Christ, that took you so long. <laughs> I thought you just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear half of what we're professional. I got so confused. In theory, I make money doing this. In theory, so. (laughs) Oh, anyway, yeah. Should we move on to our Um, first item? (laughs) Let's talk about the less. Let's talk about the inevitable. As Mm. yeah, 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 yeah. We've got something. We've we've got we've got to correct the timeline. Yeah, print a retraction. Cap in hand, another cap in my other hand, a cap balanced upside down on my head, 
And Josh has got a cap as well, but I don't want to tell you where it is. Uh, I was wrong. I'm not afraid to say it. I I was wrong. The Witcher 3 is not, and never was, an independent video game. <laughs> I would just like to take this opportunity to say I think that's very that's very brave and mature of you to have come forward and you know hands hands in the air and admitted. Uh, My hands what, weren't in the you, air; they were holding caps. You can hold caps in the air. Well, I wasn't doing that. Oh well, <laughs> fuck me then, I guess. <laughs> I think what you've done is earned the respect of really the the public and of your colleagues in the profession. Uh, by coming forward and making this statement, mm. you know, you, 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 a lot of people were questioning it. They were like, "Well, what does Elodie think of this?" And I think by by coming forward to say this, you've really proven that you are a person of principles, a person who stands by their word and who believes what they say. And I think that's very important. People, people really need that kind of guiding light in these dark times. So, CD Projekt Red's a hive of shit. Yeah. Yep. Absolute fucking disaster, please. If you weren't... If you weren't sure what we were driving at here... Yeah, it's not good is the thing. It's not good is, is the thing. It's, it's time to sever the joke. Yeah, like, that was me taking the piss so I could talk about a game I was enjoying at the time, but it still feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> still I think it's also worth noting. Such is the gravity. Yeah. It's also worth noting, I think I've talked at some length about uh, GOG before, uh, who are owned mm. by CD Projekt Red, or CD Projekt, I think Red is the development studio project, CD, CD Project is the name of the whole company, I think, um, that's owned by them. And I've often talked about and recommended them as an alternative to Steam to a lot of people because it's quite affordable and it has quite a selection of DRM-free kind of indie games, but um, or older games mm. at the minimum, many of them are indie. And that I'm no longer comfortable doing that. <laughs> uh, because they... Well... Uh, yeah, you you can get Star Wars Episode One Racer on Switch now, so you don't need to get it on GOG anymore, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Right? That you, is, of course, GOG's primary purpose. It was yes. the reason it was made. Everything else is just window dressing, really. Yeah. yeah. Elaborate theatre. There is no direction to look at this from which it comes out well for them. Like, they have done a lot of shit leading up to this, and I think it has not stopped being a deluge of fresh shit every day for quite some time, including today. Yeah. Is there any specific yeah, one this, we want to address this, this here? This is some or? fresh, yeah. fresh shit. Mm. I think the main... The, the, the today one is probably... And this is going to date the podcast, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Josh, I feel like you're the... I am the, which is the only part of that yeah. sentence I heard. Oh, no, I didn't yeah. finish it. it was... I well, that'll be why, then, which is a relief. But I I am the, and... So... <sighs> Cyberpunk 2077 has a plot-critical sequence in it that can induce seizures, not only that, but is 
more or less identical to like a pattern of flashes I think used by a diagnostic device meant to induce seizures for the purpose of diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. Worth noting so, as like, well is that um, the, the 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 similarity to this device is is by people who've who've you know who've used one before who've had one used before on them before is yeah. so is so is so like real like the similarity is so similar it's so it's so similar that people were like speculating on whether on how intentional it was which um mm. if, for the record i don't think i don't necessarily think that cd project red developers deliberately went in intending to cause seizures let's just get that out there but i feel like what they've done is used as a reference material a real device that does cause seizures without thinking do you know what that the would fun be where thing, i that would... do you know what the fun thing about it is it's a diagnostic tool. It's there for finding out if people who we aren't sure if they have photosensitive epilepsy, it's there to test whether they do. Yeah. Now, say somebody is on their own playing this new hot video game. They're not as online as we are. They haven't seen all this. Yeah. They're playing it. They don't know they have photosensitive epilepsy. The sequence of flashes used to induce it to test if you have it starts playing. Yeah, That's that a kill fuck. People. That it's is a really big dangerous. fuck, is the thing. This got past a certification board. One of the things that really um, that I read about, and I'm trying to find details of it again so I can relay them to you, but there's one of the things that makes this unique, and th- these epilepsy warnings come with a lot of games, um, and a lot of games do have like almost that can every potentially game. trigger them. Yeah, they, they have because because of modern lighting engines, there's always a risk. But um, in particular, this instance, uh, the scene with this particular device, which I believe actually happens multiple times over the course of the game, it's not just a one-time thing. Um, Christ. The actually uh, tri- has tr- potential triggers for three different forms of photosensitive epilepsy rather than just one. Um, so that that does dramatically increase the risk of, for people. Wow, which is large part of why devices like <laughs> yeah, it's large part why devices like this are used because they test for multiple kinds of photosensitive epilepsy at once, uh, which makes it easier to determine if a person obviously has it. So if I try and figure out the details of which the three they are, I'm not sure I can find it in short notice here because this is new. This is recent news. The media's uh, Martin, media really you can just talking about it since today. Sorry. Just record yourself. Just record yourself saying them, and we'll insert it and make it seem like seamlessly, like you knew the thing right away. Okay. Yeah. Then use editing magic to make it look like I knew it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by we, you mean I will. <laughs> Yes, by and yeah. by will I mean you won't. You'll keep all of this in and just make it look stupid. Yeah, that that was sort of the point I was sort of making that, my way yeah. to. Yeah, that's our flavor. I get it. Yeah, that's our whole. By thing. which is, yeah, it's the appeal yeah. of the podcast. By which I mean I'm really fucking tired all the time. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's great. I love it. <laughs> fucking fantabulous. That's, that's my new that. thing now, by the way. As I said, like it's... you've developed a catchphrase. Yeah, I say fucking <laughs> fantabulous. Is that's my catchphrase now? It's so good. I like that. I like that. For you. It's a very good catchphrase. Marketable. Yeah. yeah. And what, that's like, what's yeah. I've... Oh fuck! 
you've just reminded me of something. So there's this fucking thing, right? One of oh, the many. Things talk back door. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the thing and things talk. The space. So, so YouTube ads, which they've gotten worse. Let's, let's oh, yeah, just get that out of the way. Someone really needs to introduce uh. those people to the phrase familiarity breeds contempt. But there's this one for like some children's bullshit. Alright, there's these cartoon characters. I don't <laughs> remember the name. Fucking well done, money well spent. But the fucking tagline, I shit you not, they they go Around the corner, not far away. It's time for bed. <laughs> and I just <laughs> You don't you don't think a lot about how there's a limited number of slogans that haven't already been used. <laughs> and I Around just, the corner. <laughs> not far, not away. far away. It's time for fucking bed, you shit. You absolute cretins. Go to sleep, you fucking monsters. Jesus. If nothing else, I can guarantee you it has not been used. That's the thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely original. There's no argument there. That's the own... I don't envy these people who have to be like, okay, the, the Earth's been salted. Just... It's time for bed round the corner. Nearby. <laughs> <laughs> but and the, the one that confuses me more is like there's companies that like had fairly catchy slogans and the slogans have somehow gotten worse. Cause I guess a marketing exec wanted another paycheck, and so like Fixed what wasn't broken. Like there was, there's some sort of fucking oh. detergent. You know, Trust Pink, Forget Stains, that one. I don't remember the brand name again. It's a pink one, one presumes. <laughs> but, like, the new one on the fucking YouTube advert I saw the other day was Trust Pink, Revitalize Carpets. And... That's... Hmm. No... <laughs> It's not catchy. I don't trust it's just describing what it does. Yeah, like it, it's a literal description of the. It's, oh it's not um, good as a marketing I'd, slogan. I just get horribly inept um, gacha game adverts. That's most of what I get now. That's that's what you get. That's what I that and like stock trading, and I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Out of my, they must, like, they must think that we're all doing a lot better financially than we are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there is also actually one advert that we've been getting in the house now, which is, um, "Are you a man over thirty living in Basingstoke? Will make your way down to this fitness place." And it's really bad, but obviously they've just paid to have it shown in Basingstoke. <laughs> a local ad, then. Those are always the best. Basingstoke ones. gets the worst gym adverts. We've made mm. sure Everyone of that. Basingstoke is infamous home of the worst gyms. <laughs> uh... They're all bug type. 
<laughs> are they the ones that are sort of notoriously not great against anything? I don't know. They're, I don't, I don't they're weak to the basically meta. everything, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think but they have that, a strength are, against you... rock. <laughs> no, the bugs are weak against rock. Jesus Christ, Martin. Bugs are good against psychic there, types, what... dark types, yeah. and grass types. I'm confusing it with other stuff. I think it's something else. Sorry, I've got... Con- it's been a long time since I've played Pokemon, okay? <laughs> yeah, and I was playing Pokemon like 10 minutes ago, so fuck you. Very fresh in your mind. Ready to come straight from my throat. Yeah. This energy is upsetting. Did you just say <laughs> I'm ready to come straight in your throat? What the fuck? <laughs> That's not even what I said. <laughs> That's what, what I, I mean, listeners. <laughs> I mean, come for my throat. Like, go after me aggressively. <laughs> like, to hurt me. Not a sex. All of what you've just said is not necessarily Martin helping just Martin. Left... Gonna... Martin left the call briefly. Yeah, Discord just cut me off. I think I'm back now. Did you have that much of a crisis, Martin? <laughs> no, I accidentally clicked the update button. <laughs> that was a terrible mistake. Uh... One second. <laughs> I think Martin's dead. Yeah, I think Martin might have died. Uh... I think I killed Martin. Oh shit, this is well... Wait, 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 wait. We still have we still have things to talk about as well as Can you hear Hello? me? I accidentally yeah. I accidentally clicked the update button and it just oh, caused it's... everything to go explode. <laughs> Oh, that's not good. Nobody maybe likes I it when everything ins- goes. Maybe I can install the update that stops Elodie from talking about cum. I, I thought... <laughs> there I is thought, no update for that. I I thought it was said to me. I thought I was being reactively cummy. <laughs> I, meant, oh, I, I meant the completely different thing by that phrase, although I realised after I said it we, how it could be interpreted. Can we, ha- can we like, just instate and I'll, I'll write this down somewhere so people don't have to remember. Can we put into place an embargo on the phrase reactively cummy in <laughs> any context? <laughs> it has to go into the into the, uh, the 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 constitution of the podcast. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'll just go and get a squelch to write it down in the big book. Right, squelch. Yes, yes. You need me for once. Yeah, can you write down something in the big book? Mm, finally. Finally. It's been ten years. It's been two weeks, Squelch. I haven't talked to you in two weeks. Fuck you. Squelch has written it down in the big book. Good. Good Squelch. Good Squelch. <sighs> can we not say good Squelch either? Oh my god! It's I am so swing. tired right now. Things are just things are just like I'm just saying things with no yes. thought to okay. it. I know what you were about to say, Martin. Nice catch. <laughs> I stopped myself just in time. Oh no! So we're halfway it's... through the first item on the fucking docket. We have to move so... on. We have to move on. <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of cum and good squelches and all that, uh, I feel <laughs> like we should sound so Christmassy. <laughs> I feel like we should um, talk about like the uh, the penis in the room. Oh, the the fucking magnificent dick of conversation. 
by which I mean the literal the literal penis, which is uh there's been more news on the penis. I think we talked about the penis briefly before, right? You I have no recollection. This, of this. isn't a bit. No, the <laughs> cyberpunk. We're talking about cyberpunk. Oh, oh right. the genital yes. slider thing. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not the genital slider. No, the I'm talking the, about the, the 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 penis mishap, the terrible oh, idea that they did. Yes. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, I remember this now. Uh, like, the game has flirted with being transphobic quite a bit. And uh, that kind of came to a head with that one poster that showed up in the Nivea. Not Nivea. Fuck. <laughs> but that's a skincare brand. <laughs> the water? Brand. Yeah, I, yeah, I no, thought no, they were We can probably accuse them of something, but not this. <laughs> Nvidia, that's it. It's a bit similar. Um, yeah. Hmm. Showed up in the Nvidia like showing off the game thing, uh, and people were like, "What the fuck? Why are you marketing the game with what's obviously supposed to be transphobic marketing in the game?" Uh, mm-hmm. They kind of did a non-apology about it, uh, and hmm. said they were going to keep it in because it's part of the thing. Is that there's transphobia in the world, and they were sorry they used it to market. And then they did a cosplay contest for Cyberpunk 2077. And some cis person, cis girl, put a light-up dildo backwards in her pants and won one of the awards for being that poster. So basically they're using it to market the game again. So this is like punk in the fucking sense of John Lydon, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where it's not really what they see it yeah. as. Well. That's, that's, that's where we're at. Weird, like, fucking yeah. Trump supporting. Ugh. Butter advertising, Trump mm. supporting, absolute disaster person. Fucking butter advert. Fucking, oh, eat the crumpets. Eat the crumpets of sin. I had to... I had to unfollow um, a porn artist that I was following because they were like, fuck you if you think this is transphobic. Uh, so I had to oh, unfollow great. them. Uh, Good times. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'm going to say, like anyone who's thinking, oh, I can have a look in LED's follows to see what porn account she follows, don't fucking try it. I have an alt, and I'm not going to tell you what the <laughs> alt is. It's for my own personal use. Thank you very much. You'll never get the secret porn recommendations. Yeah, <laughs> those are those are kept for 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 for, for That's a secret. It's only. it's there's real there's really not a great yeah. deal to unpack in the statement. It's a secret no. recommendation. So yeah, the transphobia thing had the predictable reaction from people, right? Like uh, that there are the usual suspects talking about how it doesn't exist or it's not real or you're overreacting or whatever. That is that they always see at these times. Variations on that theme pretty consistently. Um, from what I've been reading, the first early the, the early reviews of the game, particularly uh, a couple of um, particular ones, I think the ones I've one I read that really stuck out to me, I think was let me try and remember who it was. They were talking about how the um, the trans kind of thing explored in the game, and to to some extent, the other kind of social issues that it game explores are not explored in any meaningful way at all. They feature them as a part of the world but don't address them in any like incisive or meaningful way they are just there and expect that to be enough of a comment 
the recreate the existence of the problem and then just say, Ooh, isn't that and then, bad? and then don't try and say anything yeah. about it because oh well we well we don't know, do we? We don't we don't have all the answers. Then why did you fucking decide you were qualified to talk about it? If you have nothing to if you have no conclusions, why are you making art? The point of art is that it's not reality. If you're just fucking imitating... Re- I can look out a fucking window. I can look out a fucking window if I just want... Mm. I don't know where I'm going with this. I can look out a window a and though, like, yeah, there's, there's J.K. Rowling standing there. It's borderline cowardice. It is. It absolutely is cowardice. I'm not even going to say borderline at this point. Like They, they, they put yeah. this in here. They got lots and lots of feedback about how it could be interpreted, the different ways that people could read it, the risks inherent in doing this when you do not have someone qualified to talk about it in your creative staff, as far as anyone knows. And then just going ahead with it anyway, doing nothing about it to change it and and expecting it to be fine. And of course, we know that it will be for them. They'll suffer no serious consequences for this at all. Their game will sell millions and they'll all walk well. Their executives will all walk away. Their developers will still be broke and overworked. Um, point being, though, that, that, that they'll suffer no consequences for this because CD Projekt is a massive company and this game has been so hyped and so tied to the identity of so many weirdos online that they will buy it sight unseen. And yeah. to kind of circle back a little bit, God, on I, the, I keep getting the epilepsy issue. I keep getting um, there was, sorry. Sorry, ah. you, you, you want to say something? I was just going to say, I keep getting unskippable ads for Google Stadia recently. And they <laughs> all start with a... Do you want to smash Cyberpunk 2077 without the latest hardware? And like, it's the first thing they put in it every time. And it's like, mm-hmm. fuck off. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Let alone in an unskippable, annoying Google Stadia ad when I've said multiple times I don't want to see Google Stadia ads. Stadia doesn't have the fucking right. No, I I can't think of anything I want less than an unskippable Google Stadia ad for Cyberpunk 2077. That's just three things combined that that just make me want to just hurl myself in an upper floor window. (laughs) It's just... Anyway, yeah, we're just getting like frustrated and angry at this point, so maybe we should move on. But the point being yeah. that yeah, this whole situation is fucked, and CDPR can go fuck themselves. <laughs> but, but yeah, let, yeah, I mean, let's not forget. It. Like, it's not the developer. It's not the developer's fault. It's the executives. The developers have been broken down and abused and struggled for years to get this game out the door. It still came out a broken disaster of a game, um, and the executives are still going to walk away with millions and millions of dollars, and nothing and nothing is going to change. So move on so yes yes let's um let's uh end this uh doom scrolling section of the show <laughs> Jeez. yeah sorry it's one of those days <laughs> it is it is it is fucking hell um shall we talk about something a bit better now let's talk yeah. about something better news. though i mean not that any of us can comment on the quality of the game, other than to say that people seem to like it, because none hmm. of us have played it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Confession time. None of us have, or can, not, well, two of us can. I really just, want none it of us to, have. but it ends yeah, on the too. only bit of hardware I've got. Yeah, I want to play it, because everyone keeps saying like it's a bisexual to wet dream. 
So, so I want to, but... Can anyone guess what it is before we start? You have, you have a few seconds to figure it out. <laughs> it's Hades. <laughs> We're talking about Hades. And, talking uh, about Hades. <laughs> which was really like a late sleeper hit for the year that was such a big deal that it's yeah. the only indie game that made it onto the Game of the Year list for the fucking Games Awards. Which really says more about how much money it made than it did about its quality, but that, 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 it is what it is. But uh... <laughs> Yeah, it also says it's... quite a lot about the Game Awards, that mm. a bunch of AAA schlock beat out some really fucking big hits this year really for the indie did, yeah. Really did. The James Awards. Video James Awards. I'm going to tape that and get confused. Hi, I'm James, and welcome to my awards show. Welcome Give me five my... million pounds. <laughs> you will find that of all the James on this video, I am the one who deserves to win. I'm afraid the deflector shield <laughs> will be quite operational when your James arrives. <laughs> Listen to things talk, which uh, what the fuck are you doing? Um, you're 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 messed. You're sleeping on that quality. Yeah, go listen to things talk. That has go... episodes come out. Yeah, yeah, we do things talk because like I can message Josh at like midnight and say, "Do you want to do a things talk?" And I'll say, "All right." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but the... go listen to that because you'll get some more like hot. Um... Deflector shields jokes there, so top quality. <laughs> Def- the deflector shield will be quite operational by the time you arrive. Don't mm. you fucking worry, mate. All right. So to clarify, the games in the game of the year category for the game awards this year are Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing, New Horizons. Fuck! Doom Eternal came out, and The Last of yeah. Us Part Two. So they're all huge budget AAA titles, except for Hades. Yeah, and they are all—they're just the games that were really hyped when they came out. Yeah, they're just games you've heard. Of. That's all the Game Awards is, though, right? Yeah. That's what they're for. It's like look at all the things that you've been excited for because money, and now like who will win in a fight? So what really gets me about this is I kind of understand most of these choices in terms of if you're going to go for like really risk-free popular choices, games that everyone talked about and were really, really big for a while. The one that yeah. baffles me is Ghost of Tsushima because I yeah. don't think anyone's still talking about that game. Yeah, no, like that was that was a flash in the pan and mostly because it uh, courted a lot of controversy at the time. Mm-hmm. And like people really liked did. it, but... I liked it well enough, but it was like, okay, we're we're done with this now. We're we're moving on. People yeah. still talk. The, like, there's still, for want of a better word, discourse about Final Fantasy VII the remake and Doom Eternal and um, Animal people, Crossing. Like, yeah, well, people love the hell out of Animal Crossing. People are still yeah. playing that. Like, I unfortunately last... can't play Animal Crossing because even though I own it and could play it, I find it so fucking stressful because they did not oh, no. make any quality of life improvements. At all. Oh no. <laughs> it's just the same as before, 
and also has breakable <laughs> items now, like Breath of the Sounds Wild. Very stressful. Because that was such a popular decision. Yeah. yeah like your fishing rod stressful. breaks every two minutes, you have to just go to a shop and buy a new one. It doesn't add any fucking fun. So, I'm looking through the other categories, and one of the things that's extremely telling about these awards, I don't want to get off too, too off topic here, I just want to kind of... Oh, we can uh, talk about the game awards a bit. That's fine. Yeah, I don't want to get too off topic, because I just, I just want to give some context for, for, for Hades being here, and why it kind of points to it as, for all that we're, we're talking a lot of, and to my mind, quite well-justified shit about the game awards and all the games in these awards, I think Hades is kind of a phenomenon in the sense that it is a legitimately indie-made game. It is made by a studio that has made a point of saying that they're a huge part of their success is how well they treat their workers. And so many of the categories, so we have uh, the Game of the Year, Best Game Direction, Best Narrative, Best Art Direction, Best Score in Music, Best Audio Design, Best Performance... Games for Impact, which is the kind of uh, the nominal wave to indie games. Uh, best Ongoing, which are uh, f- uh, kind of ongoing live service games. Best Indie, which is weird because that's also just another set of flash in the pan indie games for the most part. Best Mobile Game, which which is weird because the mobile space is so full of like really good indie hits in terms of in terms of like what you get in mobile games that they picked only the most mainstream ones possible the best community support all these different categories and about three quarters of them have a variation on the same four to five games ghost of tsushima is in nearly all of them which again which is <laughs> weird <laughs> um uh, me thinks that uh <laughs> they were probably paid by ghost of tsushima <laughs> yeah, that impression this, don't you feels uh, like uh, last of us part two yeah, Last of Us Part 2 is in a lot of them. Um, because, obviously, if you want to get people That's... talking about your awards, you get that controversial game in. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake is in quite a lot of them. Um, and I'm going to say up for it. Like, that I one, that I game. feel I like... Think... I've not I, played I that... it, but like that one seems to have actually had a genuine, positive reaction. Yeah. Unlike a lot of... If there's one AAA game I must say with confidence deserves to be here, it's that one. I absolutely adore that game. It is so good, and it took a lot of risks, which you don't see in games like that very often. But, yeah, anyway, the point being that this is obviously a very stacked slate in favour of games that are expensive and made a big splash in, in terms of either some sort of advertising campaign that was very effective or through some kind of controversy that was maybe engineered as part of an advertising campaign and they take up most of the slate here there's a couple of 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 ones that do genuinely feel they deserve to be here where like animal crossing for all of the criticism that elodie has of it there is an extremely popular game and really i mean i I like animal crossing i just i just find it very stressful to play (laughs) yeah no absolutely understandable yeah it just it it was i think there's no doubt though that it was a very impactful game and that's the kind of thing I think yeah. deserve to be here. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, as I said, which I think what is remarkable for being both a big budget game, a game that was incredibly hyped, and also for the most part delivered on those promises in a really interesting and unusual way, which is not something you see in the AAA space very often. So, like, given that ha- that that bar, I think that Hades made it here is a really testament to just how successful it's been and how out of nowhere it was. Because I mm. had not heard of Hades a month ago. 
I know it's been in an early access for some time before that, but no one was talking about it. Oh yeah, it was and, one. It was I think famously caught up in the Epic Store exclusivity, like when yeah, that was yeah. doing the headlines. Mm. And I've always liked Supergiant games. I like their stuff quite a lot. Um, I think they're I, quite they do. I've still never played one. Like constantly, I see them on like really <laughs> good sale, and then I just don't yeah. get them. <laughs> Yeah, I played a lot of Bastion, I played um, Transistor, and uh, I'm excited to get to play Hades, so I'm excited. But I've really liked their stuff for quite a while. Um, so I think they, in many ways, they have earned this. They've always done really interesting stuff, and I think that they deserve to have a lot of recognition for that. So if this is what it takes to get that, then, you know, so be it. Mm. Fucking Game Awards, though. Yeah, what a bunch mm. of bullshit. <laughs> did, did, they, did they have the... Uh... The Razor Man again? The Razor Man? The Razor Man. The Schlick. Oh, Schlick. The Schlick Hydro Bot, I think. Yeah, that's it. The Razor Man. <laughs> I plug in my laptop and just wait a second. None of this sounds real. Have you heard about the Razor Man? The Razor Man? The Razor Man. Oh, you mean the Schlick. The Schlick Hydro Bot. Oh, you mean the Razor Man? The sheer rear. Fucking. Christ. Jesus. Crumbly Christmas. Jesus blue cheese Christmas. Probably we didn't we, we didn't have a Halloween episode this year, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. What the fuck happened to that full month? It just disappeared. October and November I just... I did a bunch of videos to hurt myself, I guess. No, that's that was my October. It it was I enjoyed it, but my god. October I was working and it was busy then, but November I don't have any excuse for not fucking remembering. <laughs> I've spent the last two months at my day job working with basically no breaks, so this is... Uh, I'm supposed Ouch. to be working tonight, but I said fuck it, I'll just go do this instead. <laughs> mm, I may get up early in the morning to catch up, it's fine. Oh, oh, oh Martin. Uh, no, it's over soon, I have a, I have a holiday coming up. Um, and then it's going to be Christmas, the New Year. God, I can take a bunch of capitalism is a fucking nightmare, isn't it? I need to catch up on my podcast editing. I need to. I'm so far behind on the Haven; it's ridiculous. And like Martin doesn't have time to do the editing, so I'll need to do some of it. And it's just oh, it's a whole situation. Plus, I need to record that thing with you. Sorry, we're getting off topic here. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so Hades, good fucking nightmare. Hades, gonna get to play it. Hope everyone likes it. I'm excited to play it, and I'm glad it's there. I'm glad it's getting the attention, and then maybe Supergiant Games will do some cool stuff in the future because of that. That that's that's my thoughts. Nice, positive, feel good about it. Yes, this is good, and we managed to turn it negative by talking about the Game Awards and how shit it is. So that's good. <laughs> Remember how everyone felt so passionately about Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> <laughs> which no shade to that game. It it's fine. But it's just fine. <laughs> That's kind of shade. <laughs> I yeah, I I don't know and needn't. I've been playing The Surge Two recently, to put it in context. I've been playing The Surge Two, and if you're not familiar with that series, obviously it's not two entries in it. But if you're not familiar with that, The Surge is 
uh, kind of a Dark Souls knockoff about like a sci-fi one about like robots and like robot body parts oh, and stuff. Yeah, and it, yeah. It's kind of an interesting premise. It's yeah. kind of a dull game overall. Its atmosphere isn't that great. Its storytelling is kind of boring. The sequel does a few things better, but it's still fundamentally the same game. I'm having fun with it, but like I know I won't remember it when I'm done. I'll just move on, and that'll be oh, that so was it, fun, and then that'll be that'll be the end sounds, of the thought. Like Ghost of Tsushima, like, kind of sounds like to that. me more like a sci-fi. Sounds more like a sci-fi Lords of the Fallen to me than a uh, sci-fi. Made God. by the same <laughs> studio. <laughs> <laughs> yep, same studio that made Lords of the Fallen. Fuck's sake. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say this. The Surge is better than Lords of the Fallen (laughs) in their defense. God, one of the best podcast series I ever listened to was um, the Bonfire Side Chat is a Dark Souls podcast by the Duckfeed fellas. Um, And they were, when they ran out of Dark Souls, they were doing a bunch of like imitators and stuff to like see if they stacked up at all. And their season on Lord of the Fallen was just the tiredest sounding podcast I've ever heard and it was fantastic. Oh, I have to God. listen to that. I've listened to a couple of episodes of this before and I really liked it. I'm always starved for Dark Souls content. I'm a bit obsessed with that mm. series. So I need to give that a go. I definitely recommend like anything from Duckfeed. Uh everything to Guppy, uh one of the hosts on that. That's a Binding of Isaac one, so that's indie games. Uh one of the hosts on that, Ooh. Will Hughes, is actually my friend, so I I yeah. <laughs> Um, yes. Shout out to Will. Uh, shall we move on to the Shout next topic? It it may be time to mention, like some really big indie hits have like happened in the space between episodes. Yeah. Like, Among Us has gotten politicians involved. <laughs> Yeah, H bomber guy <laughs> killed yep. AOC on stream, and everyone talked about it for a couple of days. Yeah, the international incident. So they mm. say. Kind of wild that there's been no ramifications for that. You know, yeah, just sort of well, got away yet. with it. Yeah, can't believe AOC's <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> At this point, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> It really, it really does just feel like the the writers thought that human existence was going to get renewed for more seasons, and are now scrambling to wrap up all the plot threads. Mm. <laughs> like a very, yeah, it, it feels a little bit like the last, se- the, the the last, the third season of Arrested Development. They got cancelled halfway through, and they had to very quickly write a joke that justified them having no ending. Mm. Or how um. Game of Thrones ended and was bad. That's another ending yeah. of a season. It's, mm. it's kind of a so among us. I can't yeah. believe it. The, the thing about Game of Thrones, though. All right, I'll just. I'll just go <laughs> this is now a Game of Thrones chat. Yeah. Um. There was one interesting thing I will say is like, uh, they they did all that because they wanted to end quickly so they could go and do their Star Wars films, and then they fucked it so bad that they didn't even get to do their Star Wars films. So I just find that very good, <laughs> and I just wanted to bring a bit of attention to it here. Haste makes waste. That is very funny. That is very, You've wasted very just Star Wars now. The deflector shield was not operational by the time you arrived. You got there too quick. Mm. 
didn't have time to turn yeah, it on. Oh shit, her deflector shield though. Oh god, oh, oh no. Like, oh, well, oh. well, shit. <laughs> For the first time in my life, everything has not proceeded as I have foreseen. Somehow Palpatine has returned. God, <laughs> did we talk Fucking... about the fact that the... Did we ever talk about how Star Wars, the, the, the newest one... Key information for understanding the film was locked in a Not on this Fortnite podcast, event. I don't think. We've okay. definitely spoken on a thing's talk about it. Okay. I Because rem- I remember it. Yeah. The vitriol I had for that. It's it's so bad. Martin, were you aware of that? I can't believe AOC killed Martin on the podcast. <laughs> oh no. Just waiting patiently for the signal to come back. Every now and again, it just drops out entirely. What was it? What was the question? Could you repeat the question? <laughs> the, the question was, um, what do you think about... Oh, did you know about, and what do you think about the fact that important information for understanding Rise of Skywalker was hidden in a Fortnite event? Um, not fond of that idea. Um... <laughs> Uh, not not happy with that one. Uh, Wish I'd gone my whole life not knowing it. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it would have been. I feel like my life would, d- despite knowledge being wealth in its own way, I feel like this knowledge overall detracted from my personal wealth. It made me a poorer person the, for having what, heard it. This feels like <laughs> like some sort of fucking Charles Dickens story where like you're you're the sole heir, but it's basically just a massive debt you've inherited. Mm. <laughs> God, yeah. Or you've like inherited a house, and the whole thing's just a money sink that you have to keep spending money on just to keep it standing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm. I have. I, Fortnite is not worth getting into right now because I can go on for hours about it. But <laughs> not, not, not pleased with that. No. <laughs> God, one of That's my said, housemates uh, has been playing all the Fortnite events. What did he think of it? What are, What are their thoughts? Don't just, ask for details. Just keep playing Fortnite. <laughs> just keep oh, playing yeah, okay, it. That's fair. Keep getting frustrated keep about it, but keep playing it anyway. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that impulse. Mm. Now let me return to shiny hunting on Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking Among Us, yes, right? Yes, yes. Is a game yeah, that Among came us, out yeah. that we were talking about two years ago. Yeah. And yep, like, yep, and yep, 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 yep. I don't really have anything in particular to say about. Like, it's I get it's fun. the appeal mm. of it, but like, it feels like people have got it down to like such a formula now that it almost like I kind of have to wonder what the point is anymore. It it it's like it's like chess, where like you get to a certain level of it, and it's like you're not even trying to win anymore they're literally just seeing how fast they can go through the motions it's why multiplayer games with really like robust metas don't interest me at all like i i find that what you're really doing is testing how well you've learned the right way to do it and that's not fun to me um and so what what the way i find something like among us works best and this is true of a lot of party games it works best when played with people who don't really play it a lot or at all even um yeah. because it's it's such a nice simple it's such a simplistic game to pick up it's an easy thing to to kind of intuit and 
uh, hidden role games are kind of most fun with a large group of people who aren't super invested in it and who don't really care that much if they win. Yeah, um, but who, want, like who, who are willing to play along because it's yeah like so much of it is is really about the company and i think josh you said something about this before like it's a game that really changes it, it's not really about the game it's about the people you play it with and it, the, the feel of it and the way that it's yeah. played changes fundamentally depending on who you're playing it with yeah like i would have no interest at all in uh an among us stream that was just people who played the game a lot and really good at it like, I don't want to see that. That's boring to me. Yeah. You know, I want to see people you know w- get surprised. Do you know what I want to see? What do you want to see, Melody? Paul Joseph Watson playing Among Us. <laughs> Imagine his shock. Imagine my shock when AOC stabbed me in the back. I can picture, I can picture his wet lips just kind of smacking together. God, is that? I keep seeing people saying he's hot on the internet and it's fucking with oh, me. Oh, God. Like, oh, are they serious? No. <sighs> <sighs> he looks like he smells of quavers and that's... <laughs> <laughs> that one might be lost on anyone who's not from the UK, but it is so good. <laughs> God, the him so quality perfectly. of that one just threw me for a loop. <laughs> Extremely good. <laughs> The curveball. <laughs> the curveball. He does though, right? In there. It, you, you, now that you've heard it, it's definitely true. <laughs> mm. oh, <Jesus>. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Among Us, like, and, and Fall Guys as well. Although I don't think anyone's have actually played Fall Guys. Um, oh, I've played I, Fall Guys. Oh, it was oh, have you? Okay. It was free on PS Plus because they know the upfront price isn't how they're making their money, but they insist on charging it anyway. So I've played it for a little bit. You're a fun little squoofus, and you do do jumping around a lot, being on a video game. And I liked it for a bit because it reminded me of Fifty Fifty, which I used to love as a kid. Like one of one of those physical challenge mm. games. Yeah, the one shows. where it looked like there was a mm. pill yeah. on the logo yeah. for it. And it had a profound effect on you, yeah. I remember you mentioning. But like <laughs> But like, yeah, Devolver Digital's doing microtransactions now. Yeah. And I, I feel mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we should address that a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, I I wasn't gonna like explicitly talk about it because I've done a whole fucking video and the comments are just so adorable, but like it's I feel like if you're gonna go that hard on like marketing yourself as like, haha, isn't this all bullshit? We've done multiple live shows taking the piss out of all of these industry things. God, wouldn't wouldn't it suck if we were like that? Yeah, like, at that point you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you've really then got a. It doesn't matter if it's not as bad anymore because you've conceptually destroyed the concept of doing it at all mm. like who are these fucking who are these fucking people who flocked to devolver digital like that company and are then defending that well well democrats but you, know, you know who they are yeah. <laughs> never mind never yep. mind Democrats and the smell of quavers. (laughs) 
discuss the worst children's book. It's the last children's book that will ever be written. <laughs> Jonathan Books will then just be like, hey, it's me, shut it down. Mm. We're done J.K. With Rowling. J.K. Rowling still gets it to a number one bestseller. <laughs> Despite everything. Despite all my rage. <sighs> I'm still ultimately, just like, a quaver in Paul Joseph Watson's fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like the devolver digital thing not to get too deep into it just i want to touch on it yeah but like, please do yeah touch it please fuck they're going the direction <laughs> i was you that time <laughs> uh the <laughs> the <laughs> sorry i need a minute that's mm. <laughs> fine this one's gonna have a weird energy no matter what we do at this point so don't worry about yeah, it i hope people are ready for that um anyway yeah they're going the direction that so many companies like theirs do they form an identity that makes people flock to them they leverage that identity over time to form a very successful brand among people who are normally put off by that that kind of thing and then they start just selling out a little at a time until they're completely like a hollowed out shell of what they claimed to once be. And, you know, it's worth remembering that Electronic Arts, widely regarded as one of the most predatory uh, games develop- uh, games publishers out there, were, were this way once too. Like, they made a big deal when they first formed them back in the 80s about crediting individually every single staff member who worked for them on every piece of software they ever produced they made a big deal about making sure everyone was an artist everyone was treated fairly there was a talks of a profit sharing thing the whole point of electronic arts when it was first founded was to be a software studio that was trying new things that weren't being done by anyone else and was doing it in a way that showed respect for the people who worked there and they really wanted to experiment and reach out and try all these amazing new things then they became popular and they sold out mm. so fast it would make your head spin. Mm. And promptly became one of the worst companies out there. Yeah, well, they were voted the worst company out there. I well, I mean, if, if you're talking about games development, definitely, like, top three, for sure. Uh, in no particular mm. order, I would say. Although, I think Ubisoft are trying real hard to get that title now. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Ubisoft... Oh, you <laughs> That obligatory Jim Sterling mention there. Yeah, sorry, we had to get it in somewhere. We did have to get it in somewhere, and I just think it's a shame that it had to be about Ubisoft, the company that shelters rapists. Mm. Lest we forget, yeah. Lest and we continues to. Uh, that, that's not that's not a thing that just happened once. They continue to do it now. Oh mm. yeah. Anyway, and the the rapists. I mean, they'd have been punished in any way. The rapists that left the company are still making money from. Uh, from people who aren't buying their games who are paying taxes in the United States of America <laughs> so like, uh, what, what do we have at the moment Watch Dogs Legion and uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla are the two at the moment right Right. Yeah, came out roughly yeah. the same time sold very well yeah, funny, got very Viking good game. <laughs> funny Viking game that's great great for that I'm so happy that went well for you I'm going to hurt everyone. Let's move on to Josh's probably very violent deep thoughts right now. 
I've lost the thread. Here's the fucking thing, gang. Right, I'm going to make you bake in this mansion tonight. Okay. Oh, God. I don't know what that right. means, but it's fine. Well, here's the beautiful thing, Elodie. I don't yet know what it means myself. Oh. I did just open my mouth and hope something would come and save me for this situation where I legitimately forgot what I was actually going to say. I'm imagining I'm a it's ghost. Canon, How can I haunt a mansion in a way that incites a, a, a great British bake-off, essentially? Oh, okay. But you want to focus on the kitchen, right? I genuinely, I when, you said, when you said bake in, the, in this mansion, I thought, like, cook. Like your body will be cooked by the mansion or something. No, oh, I'm, you're, that, you're gonna. I'm. I'm gonna like have a spooky haunted house, and I am. You're gonna bake things for my amusement. I don't know if there will be consequences if you don't, or if I'm just sort of like this, or or if there's even a way to refuse, or like if I'm some sort of malign toddler just with complete spatial control of this yeah so are they like actual that I put you yeah. all in are they actual spirits or is it like a evil house kind of scenario where they're all like illusions meant to torment the people who live there is it like monster house where the house is oh a, yeah uh-huh. a giant dead lady in the basement and has turned into yeah, a like, house yeah yeah or, or, or like a Silent Hill, right? Where like the whole place is really the monster, and you're there just it's unearthing all your weird Freudian problems. I think Pyramids. Josh might have pyramid heads there, and he's I think Josh might have dropped you. off the call. <laughs> it says he's talking, but there's no sound coming through. Just gonna think about pyramid head fucking you, Martin specifically. Mm, me, me specifically. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm, okay. You, well. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I, I, I kick him out of bed, you know. Just got to be in the mood. So, um, uh, would you, would you rather marry a Pyramid Head or the Nemesis from Resident Evil? I feel like, you know, for the Nemesis, it's kind of a, a casual thing. Like, yeah, they're with you, but like. You know, as soon as they find a better target, they're moving on. Whereas the Pyramid Head, it's very personal. You, know, they really know you. Yeah. In a way that a way that Nemesis really doesn't. You know, Pyramid Head would feel would like really get you. Would really be able to understand all the little things that make you special. Whereas for Nemesis, it's just like, yeah, whatever. You know, time for us to move on. You know, this is never anything that serious. Mm. I can't think of any other like horror game icons in the same level as those two. Yeah, they are the big ones. I guess Mr. X from Resident Evil 2 is pretty pretty yeah. iconic, although I didn't realise that was his name for the longest time, even though I played... I used to like be able to speedrun that game, and I still, for many, many years, didn't know that was his name. <laughs> to be fair, I barely the played them. I've only played little tiny bits of the games. I just... Yeah. I not played the original, I'm not interested, like... but... Yeah, I, I I really like them. I played the original a lot, and uh, I really liked the remake, so I was just kind of... It's all going wrong, oh, isn't no. it? It is. We're having a lot of problems today. Yeah. I died. Oh, oh no. Are you are you in the ghost house I've now? Died, in, the, in the kitchen? I've died just then to death, so that's step one. Okay, that's okay, good. So now you are a monster house. Now I'm the house 
Yeah, your monster house from hit film monster house. I've not thought about that film in a while. Is that the, is that how we're doing this then? Yeah. I think I think that's yeah, the best you... way. It's more efficient. Yeah, because you're dead now, you can become the monster house. Because that was a ghost lady taking over the house and being it. So That is true. So so the, the best way to accomplish a bake-off is to become the house itself. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to think housey thoughts. Mm. Your tongue... Do you think Sue Perkins ever tried to become the tent? Yes. Like, yeah, without question. No, yeah. no doubt about without it. Without a single doubt in my mind. I think that's why she's no longer on the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's my Too theory. Many attempts to usurp the tent. Yeah. <laughs> Kept absolutely ruining the whole set because... There were concerns over the threatening letters. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Um... <laughs> the blood daubed on the insides of the tent after every weekend. So we've got this, our monster house, I feel right? like this is our... our <laughs> yes. If we get, we're going off track in Josh's deep thoughts. We're going off track this in the going is, off track segment. This is the absolute <laughs> nadir of conscious thought. <laughs> this is what it's like when your super id just evaporates. I could have sworn you just said my soup kid evaporated, so I'm not going to interrogate <laughs> yeah. that any further. Let's, let's well, you are you, you, you want you wanted a cooking contest. Your your child is soup. My child is soup, but that's not cakes or anything, so get rid of that. Evaporate him. Okay, we'll throw that. Evaporate him so we can free up the pot to use for baking a delicious so loaf of bread. So that you can boil a lovely bread for me. Yeah, okay, well, no, no, yeah. you say that, right? But you can boil uh, bagels. Bagels are traditionally boiled in molasses. There you go. So there you have some bagels. Jesus Christ. There you Christ. go, bagel week. Bagel week, we'll be glad my son's dead. <laughs> he would have eaten all the bagels if he didn't. If he wasn't, well, if he well, no if he one could have soup. No one could have baked a bagel because there's soup kids in there. Because my, my dipshit son's in the pot all yeah. the time. He's <laughs> just fucking hanging out there doing fuck all, playing Fortnite with his friends online. <laughs> I'm glad we evaporated him. Fucking dead my now. And fiction, I'm my fucking fictional glad. son sounds like a dick. I'm glad he doesn't exist. <laughs> he exists only as vapor, and he can't play Fortnite like that. He stopped hogging he the TV. Play, yeah, no, they 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 made an update to the terms of service. Yeah, you're not allowed to play Fortnite if you're vapor, and he's despite everything else, he is very rules conscious. Yeah. yeah, he's he's actually really like a real stickler for 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 rules and tradition. So uh, yeah, he has some trouble with black and white thinking. That. He's mm-hmm. a fucking bootlicker is his problem. He spent too much time on gaming YouTube. It does that. Credulous fucking waste of everyone's soup parts. Yeah. Watches too many old Destiny streams. It's going to rot your brain. Yeah. Either the video game or the uh, person who likes police violence. How did we become this? Were we ever not this? Well, I feel like it's just revealed like our inner truth. I feel like we have to have been. What's, did we have Josh's deep thoughts from the beginning of the podcast? Was that always there? I feel like, yeah, yeah, atrophied Mr. Happy in space. It was either mm. at the very beginning or right near the beginning, yeah. It, it was like one of the first conversations we had about, oh, yeah. like, 
atrophied Mr. Happy in Space was the first episode of the podcast, and that yeah. was a Josh's deep thoughts. So yeah. it, it was the so, conversation yeah. that we'd had that like led to it happening. I think like I'd already described like theories about a man in the sky who was a children's program. Maybe it's time to bring it full circle. You know, it is Josh's deep thoughts is the stability this podcast has. It is a fulcrum around which the rest of it revolves. Maybe it's finally time to ask what if the moon had arms. What if the moon had arms? Progressively give it more and more limbs. Yeah, God, like the, arms the moon comes legs. up a lot, doesn't it? What if, it does. And then it, don't worry, it'll go back down again later. God, what if the moon is the monster house? And yeah, I, I, I got the joke there and I didn't interrogate it, but I feel like I should point out that I did get it and I did like didn't, it. Didn't want to just steamroll it. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> What I do want to return to is this new idea, this new elevation of the concept that you presented, Elodie, yeah. where in fact I have possessed the moon and I'm forcing people to bake on it. Yeah. Yeah. So now the. Do I pick the map off the earth with the big arms? <gasps> Martin. Martin, Martin, mm-hmm. Martin, you were the last mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. to speak, so I'm addressing this to you now. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I got right, but if the moon had arms, I build big arms on the moon, right? And I reach right. down and I pick people up and I say, you are the contestant, and I put you in <laughs> Like a and random lottery my... of people, except you don't, you don't formalise it, you just grab people at random. Well, it, it's a random sampling. I repeat it multiple times, you know, yeah, just course. to show that yeah. the results can be replicated. And the results are, of course, a Victoria sponge. Mm. I like Victoria sponges. I can't. There eat is, them, of course, still like a still a spooky mansion on the moon. Yeah. Oh, of course. Well, I, I mean, it's already up there. Why not use it? You are the monster so... house, as in the house, but you are also the monster house, as in the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. the holy the trinity, the, the Josh, the moon, and the house that's on the moon. The Moonster House, if you will. <laughs> I will. I absolutely, I will with both feet and a smile on my face. <laughs> but fuck, I've, I feel like we've got a game plan. Uh. I'm, yeah, all we I've have, got to yeah. do now is float up to the float up to that good old moon. Get the work on those arms. Pick people up. And make them do the fun baking. Mm. Do me a favor though. Make sure like you just kind of discard Paul Hollywood somewhere. Uh, we don't need. We've moved past the need for Paul Hollywood. We I feel like I feel like definitely also get rid of that the the proof the one who replaced Mary Berry who is like a Tory fuck. Oh yeah, she can go. They, they can go to hell together. Like they can, they can they, keep each they other will company. Be, they will be quietly hurled into the sun. Can Mary Berry like come back? Fantastic. and be like, it's fine. I'm imagining like a like, like a Warhammer 40k Emperor style like mm. throne set up there for her, so yes. that she is sustained indefinitely as the judge, jury, and executioner of the Great Lunar Bake Off. The indefinite Mary. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then there's some space That's marines there too. That's too good not to do now. There's some yeah. space marines there, and they are black and women and gay. So, just to tick all the boxes of things that people were getting up in arms about. Yeah, you can tell it. You can tell that it's a progressive television mm. show because there is a lesbian couple. Yes. But there was actually because that's where we. That's where we've got to now. They all, we get one. Mm. We get one, and they have to be perfect in every other way. <laughs> Sorry, the words they would use is normal in every other way. Mm. 
Mm. Convention, you know, a completely conventional, able-bodied, cisgender, lesbian couple is barely acceptable. <laughs> but they're also space marines. Okay, yeah, they're also yeah. space marines. So the, the, which Are is, they the nun ones or which not? Which is cool. Huh? Are they just regular space marines? Just like there's none space marines oh. that I think about a lot. Yeah, the, 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 is one of them one of that or not? They're not. They're not the non ones because um, because that would be too much for. That's like a step out. That's one extra keyword added to the list. Yeah, that that's an yeah. added modifier. And you yeah. don't want people to have to think well, about it. I guess the question to ask is: This still going to be a BBC show? Because they're well, going to be very BBC. strict about that. Well, it's not BBC Bake anymore. Oh, is it not BBC? I, I got so good. Oh, no, is it not? Channel, that's how long I haven't been in the UK for, right? Went, went to Channel 4 after Sue Perkins threatened the tent. Yeah, <laughs> it went to Channel 4 and now Nell Fielding is there. So. Oh, wow. Great. Wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah, I have vaguely heard of that. <laughs> Nell Fielding and Tandy, Sandy Toxvig are the ones now. And, like, everyone likes Sandy Toxvig. And Nell Fielding <laughs> is Fine. sometimes bearable. Sometimes inoffensive. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, and that's a long. I've not, that's offensive. a long since I've lived in the US. Yeah. Noel Fielding, bless him, he needs to learn to pick his moments. He he really does. Yeah. He's never been good at that. Like the, the original comedy was never his strong suit. <laughs> I used to really like the Mighty Boosh, but I can't watch it anymore because um, no, same. Yep. It's kind of a nightmare for, which is a shame because like when it just when it's just leaning into the absurdism. Then it's fine, mm. but then they start bringing out the rape jokes and the transphobia, and then and the we go face. to bad time. Yeah, and the blackface and yeah, like why couldn't have, why couldn't it have all been Nana Geddon rather than old Greg? Yeah, there's stuff about it I I, I think still works, but so much that it's unwatchable. Mm. Josh, do you have any thoughts about Mighty Boosh? <laughs> Absolutely none. <laughs> Noel Fielding's gonna be so fucking confused that the Bake Off's happening on the moon, which has big arms now, and he's not involved at all. Yeah, no, he's gonna be. Like, he's gonna feel like his whole life was building to that moment, and it's just sort of like, well, now, how did I end up just the fucking observer in this situation? And Your I'm time like, well, has passed. I'm the ghost. No, your time is gone. It's Noel Fielding has died. And the new fielding struggles to be born. Oh God! <laughs> now is the time of monsters. Now is now is the bake off on the moon. New fielding, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> uh, so I I want to do a little bit of a leading back to towards things sort of quickly before we move on, and that's okay. just to say that um, recent developments in the law that accompany all these slanesh things that have been coming out, is that um, Marathi, who is like the the nasty elf lady god who's also a bit of a snake. Um, right. <laughs> like, literally a bit of a snake. Half of her is a snake. Um, yeah. She went into Slaanesh's tummy and started sucking all of like the uh, old heroes from the old world souls into herself to make herself Ooh. into a god. But then she left one because it was Inarion, who was her husband, who died. Um, and then, because she left Inarion in there, rather than sucking him up, Inarion got transformed into Slaanesh's new baby, 
who was also kind of Slanesh. It's sort of like a Jesus scenario. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But where it's Inarion, the ancient hero of the High Elves in the old Warhammer world, and now he's a Chaos Devil baby nightmare. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Just it just made me think about it because of new new fielding. <laughs> so that's what new fielding is now. You imagine new fielding is like that, but put into the context of every other bit that we said. Yeah, the the new host yeah. of the Bake Off who was created because a snake didn't suck all of the souls out of your tumbus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I can follow. Yeah, um, yeah, I can I can get behind that concept. It's uh, it was Julian Barrett's soul. <laughs> no, <laughs> you never. <laughs> Cripes. Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deepest thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. I'm just gradually getting closer to you doing that in the form of a hedgehog. Oh, is it John? John of Hog. <laughs> what was that? Zero, is that my door crying to come into my little recording studio now? I had I had such a good time of not being interrupted, and now he's here, just there, determined to ruin everything. Podcasts. He loves being a guest on the podcasts. Do you know, the fun thing is a... that Tibby did his shit just before I started recording. That's part of why it took me so long to arrive. So I don't even have to worry about that this time. No, that's, that's, that's a relief. It's Tim, been, Tibby the bells like have been a, evacuated a quiet, in preparation. devastating interruption. Mm. <laughs> I remember that very clearly. It completely threw you off for like almost an hour. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. The shit demon. Right. What's next usually? Recommendations, um, I think, is for what yeah. we do next. Uh, I've played a yes, bunch, really. but I... do we want to start with anyone else first? Or? So have I. I've played a bunch. Uh, you go first, because I want to have a look and decide which one I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, there's a couple, so you know, it's been a while, so fuck it. Let's make up for lost time. Um, I have been playing a lot of roguelites and kind of things in that vague area recently. Uh, a couple that really stuck out. Are and I'm realise I'm way behind the uh, I'm way behind on this one. Dead Cells is extremely good. I, I like it a lot, a lot more than I thought I was going to. I went into it because everyone was talking about Hades. I couldn't play it, and I thought I'll look up games that are kind of similar to Hades. <laughs> That's the headspace I was in. So okay, what do people think is kind of similar to Hades? Someone said Dead Cells. All right, I've been sleeping on that one for a while. Let's give it a go. And it's really fun. It's it, it it's surprisingly accessible for something in that genre um it's not as punishing as i expected it to be while still having enough depth in there for to to kind of keep you moving and pushing forward which it's very visually creative very very easy to pick up and intuitive um one of the things i really like about it is the writing which is scant it's pretty rare it doesn't come up very often but when it does it's Mm. genuinely quite witty and uh, quite quite interesting. The way the levels are designed leads to a lot of really organic storytelling that I really enjoy as well. Um, so that that's really fun. I highly recommend that one. And it's pretty cheap now. It's been out for a while, and uh, you can usually pick it up fairly low cost. Um, I play on. I got it from PSN. I play PS4 for basically everything at the moment. So uh, that's where I got it. And yeah, highly recommended. 
Um, if you're going to start with it, uh, start with the uh, the bow and the sword because that's the easiest way to get started. Just pro tip. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, good good stuff. Um, another one that's kind of in the same area but on a vastly different level in terms of design priorities is Spelunky Two, which I played for mm. a bit. It's very punishing. It's very difficult. In part because it doesn't have any of the more forgiving mechanics a lot of roguelites have. Um, in that there is very little permanent progress, right? So the idea is that the only permanent progress you can make in the game is by opening shortcuts at the end of every level. End of every major area. And you can only do that by succeeding in completing that area multiple times. And each area takes a long time to get through and a lot of practice to be able to run. So if you were to complete the game um, in one run without unlocking the shortcuts, you'd have to do it from beginning to end in one go without dying, which is very, very difficult to do. So most of the game is spent experimenting. And I really like that about it. And at first I thought I was going to hate it um, because I'm not really fond of games that are really overtly punishing for the sake of being punishing for the purposes of, of setting up a, a, a wall for you to overcome for its own sake mm. and not accounting for that in the gameplay um you know i'm a, I'm a huge fan of things like uh I, one i played years ago i got really really into was uh, rogue legacy and that was a similar thing but it had this really mm. fun mechanic that made that bearable that made that part feel more fun over time and i think what Spelunky 2 does is kind of more clever even than that because what it does is encourages you to... Basically, you assume for the first dozen runs at least, possibly 100 runs that you do, that life is cheap, right? You're going to die. So your priority shouldn't be surviving. It should be learning something new about how the game works. So you experiment. You test, what does that do? What does this do? Oops, I'm dead. Doesn't matter. I found something new. I know what I can do next time or what I should avoid. And nothing is permanent, uh, except for, I said, very few things, but almost nothing is permanent. So there's no real consequences if you fuck something up. You can't make a bad choice in Spelunky 2 because it resets and you're right back to where you were anyway, like nothing bad ever happened. So it does have this wonderful way of encouraging you to really understand it and gradually learn to get really invested in how its world works and very few games do that well and I think Spelunky does a great job with that um, so again if you're up for something which is going to demand a lot of your time without necessarily being very uh, requiring a high skill level I think what it is asking of you is to take a lot of time learning it exploring it, becoming involved in it, becoming invested and picking it apart and that's what it's asking you to do and if that's something you're looking for it's highly recommended it's very very good and the aesthetic is cute as well it's got the little Indiana Jones pillar in it, hasn't it? Uh, the original one did, yeah. I think the sequel okay, is so. his uh, daughter, along with a few other characters that you can play. There's like a sloth in a leather jacket, and there is like a pirate woman, and there's a professor with a, a pet helmet, and it's like fun. You can unlock new characters too. But they all, they all play the same, it doesn't make any difference, it's just aesthetic. <laughs> nice, trifle. Sure. You keep bringing up this nice trifle. It's it's a real for me. It was Tuesday moment. I need you to understand. I say so many trifles are nice. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your one next, Josh? I have been playing 
only for the PS2, baby. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've... Yeah, it's... here's the thing. I'm done. <laughs> I'm... I'm fucking done. Oh. Cyberpunk 2077 can literally kill some people. I'm fucking done. Yep. Um, I, <laughs> it's I, a murder uh, game. What, what, like, in the most what, literal what sense. Is, yeah, what what happened is I've just got a box of all of the old games that I used to play a whole bunch of and I've just been going back through them and I've not really felt the need for anything new, which has been fucking useful for someone who currently has no income. Um, yeah. But, so... I'll, t- <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I have just remembered I did play sort of semi-recently. Mm. Uh, I played Apocalypsis one night in the woods. Oh. Which was the... It was bundled in with Ap- Apocalypsis... Uh, Harry at the end of the world when I originally bought that, but I never played it because how dare that game <laughs> but yeah, I for some reason this October felt this weird desire to like you know, maybe I could go back and give the rest of it a shot for videos and as it turns out it was just a DLC so like it it's one Night in the Woods was one video, and there was a third one in it which turned out to basically just be a demo. But it's... It's more Apocalypsis. And it just... It, it, it just amused me to remember it. The moon... has a fantastic resurgence. If you've seen the moon in Apocalypsis, then, you, then, then you know. I don't actually know what um, that is. It's... It's futile for me to describe it. You have Apocalypsis, Harry at the End of the World, or the Tree of the Knowledge of Good and Evil, as the whole thing oh. like is collectively called, because uh, that's that that's a name. Did Zero just sing? It looks really. He does try to speak to you sometimes. He does try to speak to you. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas dogs for podcasts. Christmas oh, dog is here to interrupt uh, the podcast. <laughs> uh, as a little note, because uh, we're talking about apocalypses, there uh, is, and there is, uh, for those that are curious, there is a Polygon article from 2018 talking about it. Um, a review, I think, which uh, makes it look kind of interesting. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Thank no. God. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad someone talked about it. I'm... <laughs> I'm just I'm just glad I'm not alone in having seen this. I can't remember if <laughs> the, like because I remember looking some stuff up about it like at at the time whether I when I was like trying to figure out whether or not I wanted to buy it or not, and I don't remember if the Polygon article was like one that came up. Really love the aesthetic of it. Just looking at pictures of it now. Well, yeah, yeah, that's sort of why I got it. it it's because like it it was a it was a unique enough look to where I'm like right some some real care's gone into this and to be fair like i think that's still true but like you know you, they got like a a really a, an apparently quite famous uh, death metal vocalist to do the narration for it oh. and they i sort of got the sense that they were leaning on that a little bit 
because like it, it was in all the marketing and whatnot. It's, it's like one right. of the first details you find out about it. Like, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts had the courage and the confidence in what it in like the package it was presenting to not let you know until right at the end of the credits that Queen Latifah was involved at all. Mm. And like that's that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. I feel whereas like this was I mean in a sense it had enough going for it to not in 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 sort of like a like a tales from the crypt kind of way in as much as holy shit they got this person to be involved. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to bring that game up again. Yeah. <laughs> like do do with that what you will. If you're in a very particular headspace, it's it's gonna be good for a laugh, yeah. I reckon. Not 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 in a fun, like I... super exciting, but you know, worth checking no, out if you're like feeling, it, if you're feeling it. Yeah. I struggle to imagine the person who says this is their favourite game, but, like, there's enough... You'll remember it, and that's valuable in and of itself a lot of times, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Considering we were just talking about how forgettable some major games can be, like, I think sometimes mm. that's enough, you know? yeah. I mean, fuck! I'm a I'm a fan of Anima Gator Memories. You know my stance on all this shit. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Sorry, there's rat business going on behind me. Oh, Little rat briefcases and rat suits. Tato is um trying to get my attention. He probably wants a treat. Excuse me, Elder Cunningham. Can we perhaps trouble you for a little treat? Perhaps a little, little, little biscuit. A little biscuit, please. Yeah. Never cramp it. Merely, Cunningham can I have a cramp it? I'm, I'm suddenly in love with this idea that your rats call you by your full name. Elodie Cunningham, perhaps. Cunningham, can I perhaps have a little cramp it? I would like to dip it in my water. Wet crumpets for me. Wet crumpets for Tato. Bobbit still gets to keep the voice that he's got because I haven't actually really got yeah. a Tato voice, but Bobbit sounds like this. Hello, I am I am a I am baby rat. My name is Bobbit Worm, and I am a baby, so I don't know, know many things yet, but maybe someday I will. <laughs> I shall become a learned rat. <laughs> so, do you like that, Martin? I did enjoy that. That was was lovely. That's your rat voices for this episode. Tune in next time where I I can't make any more promises. (laughs) Hopefully the next time won't be too far away. (laughs) No one will remember I'm even alive. Elodie, do you have any recommendations before we wrap up? I have a few little many recommendations because there's so many games that I want to talk about so I'm just gonna just gonna do like a, a quick fire round. Uh, if it okay. was, if it will let me get onto the page I want to get onto to look at the list, because I <laughs> want to reference. I talked about Anodyne before, didn't I? That's the last thing I talked you, about. I, yes, I believe you did. Yeah. Yes. Which um, I love, by the way. I, I, I've since researched it. And it looks amazing. <laughs> oh, it's really good. You should definitely try it out. Uh, did I talk about Hyperlight Drifter yet? <laughs> uh, I, I 
don't remember. know that you have. Oh, I got I got around to playing Hyperlight Drifter. That's a game that I always used to get really mixed up with um, Dead Cells, even though they're not actually that similar. They have but, uh, they have a kind of similar uh, art that they use to advertise them, though, don't they? Um, mm, kind of similar I think color that's scheme. kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Hyperlight Drifter is a really fun... I don't know. It's kind of... I'd call it a top-down Metroidvania. I don't know what you'd call it otherwise. It's got, like, the um, the game design sensibilities of a Metroidvania, but it's not a side-scroller. But, yeah, that that's a fun one, and it's very pretty as well. I finished that. Um, speaking of Metroidvanias, I also played Iconoclasts, which I don't know if you've heard of at all. I've heard of it. I don't know I much about it. I have played a little bit of it. I, I really enjoyed it. It's a really fun little... Um, story-driven metroidvania um i it it didn't hold me to the point where i wanted to go around and collect everything and all that but Mm. i i i thought it was enjoyable and uh the characters were very memorable and things like that so i definitely recommend like having a look at it see if you like it yeah for sure yeah Uh, check it out that's 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 something new that is a fun one. And uh, I also played Donut County. Have you heard of Donut County? I ha- I've heard it's fun. I, I believe. Haven't, I've only seen videos of it. I haven't actually mm. played it. It is fun. Josh, do you know about it? That's the one with the, with the snoofers doing crimes, yeah? Yeah, yeah it's the... Uh, yeah. Yes, it's the... Um, you play as a raccoon who... Has been using the app that people use to uh, order their donuts at the donut shop. He's using that to control a donut hole that sucks everything into the ground. And you have to go around (laughs) solving puzzles to try and get every part of the town down the hole anywhere that orders a donut. It's kind of like a reverse Katamari. (laughs) Mm. And it's uh, (laughs) the entire thing is framed around. Everybody uh, uh, off in the aftermath of it, sitting around a campfire in the wreckage of the town deep under the earth. And um, the raccoon is there, and he's very much trying not to take responsibility for it. Because he got, <laughs> he got a cool drone by getting the racking up points that he could spend on a cool drone. He gets points. For, he gets points for doing it, and he can use it to buy things. And uh, he gets a cool drone, and that's what he wanted. So it's fine. Uh, yes, and yes, it is. It is a laugh. It's fun. It's it's a nice, quick game. I played it in one sitting. Um, cool. Yeah, it's it's. I de- that's a definite recommendation from me. Solid snoofus offering. The last one I want to talk about is the most recent indie game I've been playing. And I say playing, I've done everything except for the final boss. Uh, <laughs> and that, that is Sundered, which is another Metroidvania. Hmm. Have you heard of You've been popular lately, yes. I've pl- I've, that's like, I've done a video comparing that to Dead Cells. I'm interested ah. to hear what you thought of it. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about that too, because it was one of the ones on my short list of games to pick up lately, and I haven't actually got around to trying it yet. So, uh, I think it's really good. Um, 
the whole thing about it is that it has it has those roguelike elements but excuse me what are you two doing sorry the rats are play fighting behind me and making a lot of noise I don't know if the microphone is picking up any of that I should have fought you for I am a baby rat yeah sundered it it has those roguelike elements, but it doesn't feel like a roguelike. I don't really know how to explain. Well, because it. it basically isn't. So okay, I'm sorry to hijack this, but okay. like this is this is the brilliant thing about that game for me is the game has a fixed map. Yes, like you can right. see because so like, it it's designed in that Metroidvania. No, it does. Well, well no, it do- it does. I'm getting to that's the punchline. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um. But like, but like, my point of comparison between that and Dead Cells was like, Dead Cells feels like they wanted to do a rogue like, and then put Metroidvania elements in, whereas yeah. Sundered feels like they wanted to do, to do a Metroidvania and then wanted to put rogue like elements in. But like, see, that was why I described Dead Cells more as a roguelike than a Metroidvania because it does feel a lot more yeah. like that to me because of how random it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I actually think the way they do that is genius because it applies these Metroidvania elements to a format where you're like basically backtracking anyway, but it always feels like you're moving forward by the, like the, the cyclical nature of it. Oh, I, that I just think that's, really a, that, that's a that's a really clever way of getting around like one of the biggest turnoffs of that genre. But so with Sundered, like the design ethos they've gone with involves that backtracking. So like you need like memorable landmarks to find your way to and back from mm-hmm. essentially like you you need like the map to be memorable so you can find your way through like 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 the Spencer mansion or something yeah you so look at a room and immediately know where you are yeah yeah so like the game has that so what they what they what they mean when they say roguelike elements is like they have these like memorable locations and the corridors between them are like marginally different configurations yes. of replaceable rooms okay. that are contained within the constraints of like larger corridor areas yeah, you, that your, the game shows you on the map your map has like big blocks and then that fills in every time you go through with the intricacies of the block which changes. The game has a fixed map, and then it just adds in some largely interchangeable squares. Yes. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's really good. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to want to try that. The other things I'd like to say about it is that it spits in Lovecraft's face by having a black woman as the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is always fun. Um, it's very aesthetically intriguing. It throws a lot mm. of enemies at you at once without that ever feeling cheap. And deaths also don't feel cheap. You always can afford something new and interesting every single time you die. And there's there's so many upgrades that that also doesn't feel like you're getting... Um, like it's too easy. But you can yeah. always get an upgrade. Basically. Okay, so it balances that, that out really well, yeah. Yeah, everything in the game is really well balanced. There's lots of, like, it's extra... Some... Oh, sorry. No, you were first. I wasn't going to kiss me. Uh, there's lots of, like, um, 
interestingly designed bonus areas and things that aren't you don't need to do them to get any of the endings uh all they really do is unlock um like challenge mode stuff but they're also just fun to go and do um <laughs> so it, make, it makes you want to do them by just making them fun instead of being yeah. a chore you have to get over to get to something else you yeah, like yeah everything in the game like it not many of the things are signposted as something that will aid in your progression a lot of it is just you go out you look around the game presents you as something interesting you go take a look at that it will lead you to something else interesting and so on and when you die you've got a set direction you need to go to go to the places you want to see again but it's not going to be the same every time but you will know where to go so dying is always you uh, you will get material benefits every single time you die so nothing ever feels like a wasted effort mm. and i think that's kind of the the really tricky balancing act that games like this have to strike um you never feel like you know you, you got nowhere and you wasted your time and it, yeah that sounds really fun to me it's really good i don't know why i've not gotten around to the final boss i blame uh, the final pokemon dlc coming out <laughs> <laughs> but yes, do it. that is a strong recommend I'm glad you liked it. I really wanted to like that game. I just it just sort of didn't stick with me in the end. Ah, uh, it the, the roguelike stuff felt kind of shoehorned in for me, and it, it just sort of felt like they wanted to do this thing that was popular that didn't really work with this like fundamental Metroidvania they were doing, like in the style that they were implementing it, and it just sort of felt like you know for for the sake of extending like the the replayability essentially of a game that has like a definitive ending they had just sort of made whole stretches of it by design like literally interchangeable but like it it was such i cuz again aesthetically it is beautiful it was made by the Jotun people i want to say which you can oh, yeah, sort of tell really just like by Yoten looking at the art style. Like, it's the same hand-drawn yeah. art style. Jotun is a game that I... Jotun was, was another one. I, I, I've, I've started it, but I cannot... It just feels so oppressive, the atmosphere of that game. <laughs> and it I, is, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I find I it difficult it. Like, to go back to, end, to just because... like I have to be in a very specific headspace to not feel really... I don't know. Yeah... I think it's just because the areas are so vast and empty. Yeah, the emptiness again is like it's something it plays into. Quite yeah, the, I don't think very, very, very well. That but, isn't a criticism yeah, it, like my uh, Breath of the no, Wild no, criticisms. Though <laughs> that's empty in a bad way, Yotun is empty in an effective way, but it also makes it difficult for me specifically to play it. It's not a yeah, yeah. yes, that makes sense. It's yeah. it's more an un- unfortunate side effect. Mm. Yotun is, I mean, I, I, I think I, another podcast I've, I've got kind of on the on the back burner at the moment that I'm, two more I'm planning on starting, and one of them is going to be like a, a video games book club kind of thing. And I think the first game I wanted to talk about was Yotun. And uh, yeah, like I, I liked it a lot. And for, I liked it for the same reasons that you find it difficult, Elodie, I think. I find that atmosphere very effective. I find it I effective, find... and that's, that's why I... It's difficult for me. Yeah, no, I understand. It's not a criticism. It's just it makes it hard to deal with. 
And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I absolutely see where, where you're coming from there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, so th- I think there's a lot that I could say about Yotun that I won't get into right now because, you know, we're, we're approaching the end and it's been almost two hours. Um, and I want to save most of it for my other thing. Uh, but yeah, it's another wow, recommendation. Wow, just shortchanging us for your individual projects there. That's great, Martin. Sorry, you're just going to blow our entire load at the end here. Um, but... <laughs> I, love, I love blowing my entire load at the end. What the fuck was that, Martin? <laughs> <laughs> it's the phrase. It's, what it, it's not my fault it has a sexual connotation. Yeah, because it's a sexual innuendo, Martin. I mean, I guess so, yeah. This is, like... Unless I've, like, really missed something. Yeah, you're right, though, yeah. It is in common use, but it is also an innuendo. Yeah. Hmm. Can I just also say, just just as we approach the end here, another one of my favourite things about Sundered is that one of the tips you get in, like, the loading screen is just, your progression should be non-linear. Mm-hmm. Which is so fucking weird to have as a tip. It is. It's odd, but... yeah. Like, the, the developers just being like, please get it. <laughs> please it, get please what understand. we're doing. Uh, I do really like it, though. Yeah, that, that's absolutely fair. Like, as, a, as I say, I'm glad. I envy you, in a way. I've al- also, I feel like they added a super attack button. Because, like, I remember the triangle button doing something else. There is like a the super first time button. I played it. There is yeah, a and I, I I feel like that was added in later because I don't remember that being a thing the first like when I actually played it through because I just like I know about the super attack button because I played it through again for footage. God, I don't think I could um I don't think I could actually play that game without the super attack button. Jesus. <laughs> that is <laughs> well, I mean that that may be the result of rebalancing. We don't know, and like it's yeah, it's it honestly kind of exhausting to try and keep track of. I mean, you know, I miss when games were as they were when you remembered them. And you just had to live with that. <laughs> yeah. It does feel a little bit like rewriting your memory it. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it feels like just video games are fucking with me, and I, I don't want that from a hobby. Mm. No. Oh, tell me uh, about it. My hobbies. My hobbies are video games and Warhammer. How do you think mm. I feel? <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, that that's a rough combination. <laughs> I've done a base coat on a sneaky snuffler that I've got in front of me. Yeah, this whole time I've been painting the base for my Helpit Abomination. Good. I've been doing that this whole recording. It's almost done now. Cool. Uh, Should we wrap up then? I think we should probably wrap up. I can get get Zero to stop crying at the I love wrapping up, Martin. Yeah, lovely Christmas present of a human being. (laughs) Lovely Christmas present. Martin is for sale. Remember, I'm not just for Christmas, I'm for life. Please don't sell my friend. <laughs> please don't, don't sell me. my friend, please. Martin. Please, please don't sell my friends for a funny Christmas I'm not Christmas even worth trick. that much money. I'm not, I'm not profitable. Please don't sell my friend, Martin. Please don't sell my friend, Martin. I don't, I don't understand but the joke you... I was making there, but I'm going to stick by Imagine it. this... Fuck yeah! Imagine this audio medium that I've got a quivering bottom lip as I look very sad. Yeah. Why? Why can't my brain turn off of the 
weird shit because as soon as you said quivering bottom, quivering bottom, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, getting. Oh my god, I did. That wasn't even. Alone. I didn't even. Oh. No, I feel like that one was my fault because yeah, <laughs> that one was my brain being bad. We have been stuck inside for a long time. Mm. I'm yes, either stuck are. inside or in a fucking weather spoon. So yeah, neither, which is worse fun at all no no it's bad is the thing about it fuck weatherspoons fuck weatherspoons fuck weatherspoons fuck my Martin, do you want to do some self promotion yeah yes yes <laughs> yeah yes honey <laughs> um i guess i'll go first um hmm. i guess you can find me on twitter at is this martin uh my old account got zonked a while ago uh, mm. So that's been the new one for a bit. Um, I believe my current handle is mostly ironic Riskistan, which is a little one for the uh, Homestuck fans out there. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, I understand it. You know where my, you know, about it. Uh, you yeah. know about it. You know about it. Still, my most mm. popular ever piece of content on the fucking internet. <laughs> You're gonna be stuck with it forever now. Yeah. So like, think about it this way: like Griffin McElroy, right? Is yeah, Griffin McElroy, one of the biggest entertainers in kind of the game sphere, and really, really big in the podcast world. Still can't shake the idea that most people remember him for eating a banana weird one time. Mm. Sometimes you just get stuck with stuff. God, the worst thing about that is that fucking. Nick Robinson is in that video, so I can't even like oh watch it. God. I can't go back and watch it because he's there. As long as it bends, as I was forced to think about Nick fucking Robinson. Mm. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, Sorry, never do that again. No, the weird your thing fault. for me was that I think I think there's like or was like a pretty prominent like political correspondent of the yes. same name, and I kept oh, getting the two confused in my head. Yeah, although yeah. Yeah, no, not 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 a good one to get confused. So, about. I, so like, I had I had to have like this horrifying moment on Twitter one day of just like, oh, he's that Nick Robinson. Oh, yikes! <laughs> you know, mm. the yikes one. <laughs> oh dear, that's a shame. He's made um, like a huge part of Polygon's back catalogue, essentially unwatchable, which is yeah. great. I fucking love that. It's but a shame anyway. that they keep those videos <laughs> up. Honestly, I. That's yeah, something I don't is, like yeah. about Polygon is that they just really wish they left those up to make money off still. But uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, you couldn't even do the fucking self promotion with. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll get through. Yeah, Martin's right. self promotion got hijacked by. Am I going to be able to yeah. finish this? <laughs> no, you got I'm hijacked sorry. by uh, fucking hijacked Nick Robinson. Fuck. Man. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I just want to get my Twitter handle out there <laughs> again to make sure that everyone hears it. I guess it's already in there. I can skip that part. Um, yeah. You also find uh, me on the Haven, which is my actual play D and D podcast. I do with Elodie and a few other friends of ours, um, which we're really, really happy with. Really proud I'm of. the murder uh, bird. Yeah, the mur- really fun character, which who, whom I love. Who is also um, currently but... the angst bird. <laughs> yeah, going through no. some stuff is uh, Gary Lorena. Going through some personal things. Took We're someone's head and ran of... into the woods. It's all good. Not for the first time either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but we're, we're on a bit of a hiatus at the moment because of I've been working in my day job solid for two months without a break. Which uh, is which one I'm of the reasons that now. this has been on hiatus too. Yeah, and yeah. our editor, uh, Martin Doherty, is also having some work trouble, so we're, we've been a, we're a bit of a hiatus at the moment, but we're getting the episodes recorded still, we're going to get caught up, and we'll be back on track before too much longer. Uh, I've also got two other podcasts I'm currently working on, which I guess I won't drop yet, but I'll, I'll maybe talk about it a little bit, because um, I don't have names for them yet. Uh, one is going to be a video game, indie video games book club type podcast. Well, not necessarily indie, but we're probably going to do mostly that. Uh, where myself, Martin Doherty, and Helen Nilsson will talk about uh, a game that we play together and we'll each discuss the various themes and ideas and what we thought about it. Um, it's going to be kind of a deep dive from three, three different perspectives into these games that we think are kind of rich and fun. And each week, we're, well, each episode, we're good, I'm not going to commit to a week, that's too much. But uh, each Fuck episode, say, we're going yeah. to pick a different one and then we, all, we, we each take it turns to pick the next one and we're going to go through that. So that's going to be fun. Can you believe um, this next... podcast started weekly? Oh God! How did you do it? <laughs> Not for long. The uh, yeah, no. The um, yeah, I was going to say my recollection other, is we didn't. The other one is going to be a bit weirder. It's going to be a supernatural rewatch podcast. Which oh, it was more of a yes. weird drunk idea, <laughs> which we're I'm really into now. So I have watched. I have to, I, I found the TV series Supernatural was one of my guilty pleasures for a very long time, and I've watched almost every episode. Um, and I have I get friends again, Martin Doherty uh, and uh, Faith Vanquist, who are going to be with me on there, and they will be talking about it as people who are relative newcomers to the series. And we're going to go through each episode one at a time and talk about them. And once we get some time to record those, they're going to be up there. They're going to be real fun. So I uh, hope you enjoy that. I'm probably not going to be so I have watched. Be... <laughs> I have watched all of one episode of Supernatural and I loathed it. <laughs> yeah, so it has its response. Sure. Yeah. It definitely has. It's going to be fun to rewatch, actually. It's going to be fun to revisit because there's so much to talk about and so much to riff on there. I am so glad there is going to be a way for like me to have this experience without having to watch the show again. Yeah. Just like, yeah. <laughs> Especially the later seasons, which become oh, There was no reason for that show to have gone past season five. Oh, yeah. It actually Literally was none. Uh, Fun fact actually, with that, was... season five was the original ending. Oh, I know. I felt yeah, it in know. my heart, there, Martin. <laughs> there was actually one reason. What's money. money. Oh, money, 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 money. So, yeah, we'll be getting into that. So that's my stuff. <laughs> uh, a lot working on. Not so much happening at the moment because, you know, work. But uh, a lot still to come. So watch this space for that. I believe that I have just finished the base for my helper abomination. So That's everyone at home check that out. Where can we find you on Twitter? At Kemi Word, C H E M Y Words, uh, and you can probably see a picture of that. You'll probably have to go back like a bit because I yeah, I am terminally this... online, and this mm. isn't going to come out today. Yeah, this is this is going <laughs> to take a while, just to let you all know. Um, you can also find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash earlydecanium and I want to do more YouTube videos because I like doing them but I just mm. never do You're good them. at them too. I really, 
I really like my Vermeer video. I've got like loads of ideas for more in that series, but I've just not. It went really well that one too, didn't it? You were talking about how well that one was doing. It just got up to two hundred likes a couple days ago. It's uh, two thousand one hundred views. So I only got three dislikes as well. So that's good. I'm very proud of it. I'd say go check it out. Absolutely do. It's a very good video. It has the uh, scientific scale of. Boy size to boy shitness, so. Uh, I have an idea. I have an idea for a new, uh, like, podcast that's going to involve images, so it'll go on the YouTube. Which, um, Josh, I think mm. you'd be a good guest for that one. Yeah? Uh, yeah, that one is, um, and obviously this this is a soft announcement because, like, I haven't done it yet. But it's mm-hmm. going to be called uh, Your Guys, as in Your Guys, the guys that you own. And it's mm-hmm. just going to be having people on to talk about uh, the storyline they've come up with for their models for Warhammer and such and such. Oh, that's so cool. That is an interesting that. comment. I could bring up Greg Get Iron yeah, Spider that's, again. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, just, okay. just talk okay. about the ideas you've had for the story and stuff. And really all the things that. about that sounds like a really guys. fun concept. Mm. So hopefully that I can do that because that shouldn't require nearly the amount of scripting and editing and everything. Yeah, set up, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just be uh, like pacing in pictures of the uh, the models that people are talking about and stuff like that. So mm. yes, that's a hopeful one. Watch this space. You fucks. Yes. Uh, as always, just to say, check out of horse. Hopefully, we'll be having some soon. More, but um, like obviously, Jake's health comes before anything else. But still, go back and listen to the rest of of horse. That's uh, you can find that at Patreon.com/slash of horse podcast. That one's of horse podcast, or at of horse pod on Twitter. We haven't updated in a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, understandable you know. with everything being how it yeah. is. Yeah. But like, it still it means a lot when people still look into it. We still get patrons and stuff. Sometimes it's very nice. People have been very nice mm. about how inactive we've been. So we don't yeah. want to. And we have Aww. even even the Haven has one uh, has one patron and it's still there, still mm. supporting us, even though it's been a while. So uh, really happy with that. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That, People have been very understanding, and I, I want people to also, yeah go go to at um, at symbol Jake on Twitter and uh, say you love him and don't provide context and don't tell him I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, Jake's great; he deserves it. That's at at symbol Jake, I think, rather than yeah, yeah. I think that just leaves you, Josh. <laughs> Yeah, that, yes. Oh, yes. Hmm. Sorry, usually I go yeah, third, I, so I, I just I, assumed that it hadn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just sort of... That thought died in my brain. Um, you can find me on Twitter at NoCrowsThere. I don't think I'm getting my main back. Was it's it been completely caught, or it's been months that I've been suspended for. I have yet to actually 
hear from a human being at Twitter about my appeal or like even get a description of what it was suspended for. So that's fun. I had to piece um, together when my account was banned. I had to piece together myself what actually happened. They didn't send me any. They insisted that it was a second uh, offence, but it wasn't. I'd never been warned before, so yeah, they yeah. just like they're just like that, you know. That's where. So yeah, unfortunately, the only account I could get is now adjacent to some crows, and I'm still trying to fix that. But you know, I'm not associated. Still, I want to make that perfectly clear. Um. And then look on YouTube, the abom- the abominable showman, which is like the majority of my output right now. I've done a ton of shit. I've never heard you pronounce it like that. I have. It was dawning on me as I said it that I've never pronounced it in that way. I think something's wrong. <laughs> oh fuck! It's all and gone I'm, wrong. It's all it's gone, all gone, gone horribly wrong. Oh, but yeah, this like has been so smooth of... and problem free too. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, as of October, like, I decided to, like, change up a bunch of the stuff I was... I wanted, like, more fresh content, because, like, I was just, like, doing Sekiro and Darkest Dungeon for a thousand years, and I was like, right, I need new... We need new blood in this, and I've, like, been really getting into it since. I've been really enjoying seeing all of your uploads, because, uh, I'm really bad... I'm so bad at keeping up with them, but... I do get to see the uh, titles out of context every time there's one out. Those are really fun. Yeah, the titles are really that, good. That's something I enjoy about the process, is just knowing that like, hopefully there's going to be something out of context that will, that will just be a joy to see as a title mm. with no further explanation. But uh, yeah, I, I have done the entirety of Soul Reaver 2, which is like one, the big game possibly the biggest that I wanted to get done, and towards the end contains what might be some of the funniest fucking shit I have ever recorded. The, the so, end of, uh, of Soul Reaver... Soul Reaver 2 is an utterly ridiculous game. It's completely absurd. Nonsense. It's a it's a brilliant game, and I, I so think good. it's Praxis? <laughs> I think Soul Reaver 2 might be... Like, when I made the observation that Mobius looks a bit like Joe Biden, I thought it was going to be a one-off joke. Ah, oh my god, you're right. <laughs> but but it really wasn't. So I think that series may be, like, the the best work I will ever be... I will ever produce. And, like, honestly, that's the game I would want that to be true for anyway. So I can't even be yeah. mad. Uh, I'm playing Digimon Rumble Arena at the moment, so if you want to see that, <laughs> oh, we, I, I, we, we have something potentially lined up that I just we do have something. But I've, I, I've sent you the yes. files. It'll, it'll probably be buried under some no, good I, models. I have seen the files, and then I've just not acted on it yet because life is a fuck, basically. Yeah, but, life is life is a yeah, fuck, but I'll, it's gonna. I'll be tell you, we're we're, we're gonna fuck you for content right now. Mm. <laughs> Be wary. There's projects in the in the pipeline. <laughs> a lot of yeah. stuff bubbling away right now, ready, ready yeah, to be served up a piping hot bowl of content. Piping hot bowl of cum. <laughs> anyway, yeah. can you sign off. Yeah, <laughs> let's sign off. Um, do you have any advice for us as we go into the new age of Earth? Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is a great way to get the hang of this page to see my baby sister just told the newspaper quoted by local authorities have arrested two people in my head. <laughs> that is true, actually. So, 
Like, mm. Yeah, that I makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I can't even a little bit complain about that one. Can't even complain nope. about it remotely. No, Don't eat turtles, please. <laughs> I love that callback every time. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the phrase encrypted shrimping manifest in another document on my iPad, and I just had to have a moment of panic trying to remember what that was about. Thanks for listening to Podhaven. 